Good day to you, my beautiful podcast listener friends. I do hope you are well. Welcome to Cross Button VR, a beginner's journey into PSVR 2, a podcast for those who want to share in our newcomers' enthusiasm for the world of VR. I am your host, Laurie, and I'm joined by my fellow VR virgins, Ben and Alex. How are we today, chaps? Really, really good. Really good. Really good. Yeah. Really, I've had a day off, so I'm... Yeah. Uh, you've had pretty, nice... You've, had, you've been good. brunching, haven't you? I did treat myself to a little brunch and a, a lot of gaming. Treat, a little brunch. <laughs> <It was> lovely. <laughs> yeah. You uh, took out yeah, not nice. one but two handhelds to uh, to the cafe. Oh. Or I did indeed. You never, know. <laughs> you never know. And they what... say I'm extravagant. <laughs> that's they that's do slightly that. less. They do say that. Yeah. With good reason. With um, a gear stick. But yeah. Took out Don't talk about gear. my gear stick. But I was wearing the VR headset the whole time I was out. Good. Well, Committed to the cause. I'd expect nothing exactly. less. Yep. You're there playing, um, I was going to say Beat Saber, but something, something ridiculous that waves around them. Tentacular in the cafe. <laughs> 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 Everyone's like, what the fuck is that doing? <laughs> I still haven't played that yet, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be reviewing that one, aren't I? You are. Oh, it's, it's a good one. Okay. You can get my son might review it. <laughs> um, my son, Zach, he might review it for us because he absolutely yeah. loves it. He'll <laughs> probably chaos. do a far better job than I chaos watching him play it, but that's probably as the devs intended. Um, cool. Well, before we get into the uh, review section, uh, if anyone would like to support us, please do give this podcast a sub on the service you're, list- you're using and do please leave us a review too. It really helps. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CrossButtonVR and at the CrossPlayers. Uh, or check out thecrossplayers.com for links to all of our content and our Discord um yeah so just yeah and just a reminder there that we are part of the cross players so if you like this podcast and you, you bloody well should do by now uh episode three i think we feel like we're getting we're getting good at this um do check out other podcasts um yeah please do um if you really do love the show uh please show your love via patreon.com slash the cross players and you can contribute as little as two pounds a month to help us produce the show and gain entry into our lovely whatsapp group um, so before we get properly started on the uh, reviews we've got for people this week, uh, let's just have a little quick recap of what, how we've been finding our week. Well, it's been week Ooh. two, week three, whatever it is. It feels like I've mm. been had it. It's a key integral part of my life now. So I, I how long? <laughs> how long it's been here for? But how, how's the last week been for you, gents? Well, Alex, you were saying on Crosscast that you've now got into a nice rhythm with kind of. It's not overtaking normal console gaming no. but it's it's like you you're finding these pockets of time for vr and like doing like half an hour to an hour and then playing like a traditional game right it definitely feels it definitely feels perfect for that it's very much like oh i've got half an hour i can put this headset on play a little bit of whatever game i'm playing and you always feel like that half an hour is enough to be making progress in these games it's not mm. like because you're not playing like a 40, 50 hour open world game where you need to like grind and do this and do that, you, you need to sit and spend two or three hours at a time. You don't need to do that in the, the type of game we're getting on the VR. And that's perfect. I'm, I'm really enjoying that fact of it. It can be, oh, I've got 20 minutes just now. I can shove the headset on, do like maybe four stages of Tetris. Um, hmm. Quite happy just to have that little break almost. Uh, it's, yeah. 
enjoying that tremendously. Yeah, I think it's a nice, and I guess we'll all probably settle into this rhythm, but I think, Laurie, you might have even said it on the very first episode, that it, it's almost like a complementary thing to normal gaming. So, like, yeah, today I had a lovely brunch, took, took a handheld out with me and, and played some games on that. Uh, and that was just like, okay, this, you know, great, brilliant experience. Play, played, I don't know, two and a half hours probably. Probably outstayed my welcome in the cafe, to be fair. Um, <laughs> then, uh, like, so I you did really order an extra order, shoes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guilt kicked in. Um, but then, yeah, then I got home and thought, all right, I've got some, I've got a quality little chunk of time now. I'll just try out some bits and bobs in VR. And it is just like that. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just such a nice, it's just a nice change, even though you're essentially doing the same thing. It just feels different. Um, well, yeah, I would say that that's my take from it, is that you're not doing the same thing. It's, I've played so many mm, games this, yeah. this week. Like, I was playing Synth Riders last night, and it's the first sort of rhythm action game like that that I've played, like, ever, or anything. I've never played Beat Saber. And it was like, oh, my God, this is so fun. This is so, like, unlike any other game that I've ever played. It's ridiculous. I feel like, I'm sure my wife was in stitches watching me, but then she had to go, and she absolutely loved it as well. I was like, ha, you see? You see? Uh, And, like, to what you're saying there, Alex, you could just jump in and play it for three minutes and come away with a big smile on your face. It's fantastic for that. And I love having so many of these games on the um, console digitally, so you can just flip between them all i think that's it's good because they're all smaller games you can have loads of them yeah. on, your, on your hard drive and the ssd means that you can just jump in and out of them so quickly um there's very little kind of menus or loading or character you don't ever have to do a kind of character creation screen or anything it's not that sort of game yeah. you just jump straight into stuff and can have fun yeah the uh, after you posted that video obviously we are sharing videos of everything we're playing and getting extremely giddy about everything but yeah as soon as you send that synth riders one i was like mm, gonna need to get that my son watched the video he's like yeah we need that daddy uh, <laughs> so yeah that's another one for the list um i know i, yeah, I really yeah, wanted just... to play that today but i had an absolute shit day at work and i'm like i want to put this oh. headset on and dance dance that negativity away so another thing you could do if you've had a shit day at work and you've you want to do something with your PSVR too? This is a revelation today. Uh, so obviously you've got the cinema mode, or cinematic mode, whatever. I, I don't know about you guys, but I sort of when I'm there on the home menu with this sort of big screen in front of me, I'm like, okay, it's functional, but it's basically just your normal PlayStation Five home screen. Um, what I did today was this chair I'm sitting in reclines all the way back. And it basically becomes <laughs> the most comfortable cinema experience you will ever have. Because <laughs> I, you can tell all the way back. And then, if you you know, if you hold down the, the start button and yeah. it realigns to right in front of your eyes. I'm basically looking up at a massive cinema screen. So I just put a YouTube video on and I was just watching it like, oh, you know, like that bit in Friends where Joey and Chandra just sit back in their recliners. Yeah. It just felt like that. But with it was like a huge cinema screen. And I can just see myself, like maybe after this, just putting a film on, popping the headphones in and just being like, wow. Because it was just, it was an absolute revelation. Definitely and I didn't think I would that. use it for that at all. Um, 
but yeah, super comfortable. And uh, yeah, I, I recommend everyone give that a go. Get yourself a silly gamer chair and just kick back and relax. Well, surely you, the sofa works as well. Just just lay on the sofa. Sure. I mean, if you've got a sofa. Yeah. <laughs> I had, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone had to clear out their sofas when they got the PSVR 2 just to make room for the thing. But yeah, no. so that's, yeah, good little um, good little find today that, that just made made my day that much more fun. The risk is you fall asleep and you kind of you wake up and your eyes are like, what have you been doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> Cooking your eyes. Like, oh, but your eyes will be closed <laughs> if you're sleeping, surely, Lonnie. Yeah, but it's going to be like coming through. The, the kind of, I don't know, we should say a disclaimer. We don't know that that is actually the case. <laughs> no. It may not. It may not burn your retina. <laughs> I am going to say it microwaves your brain. <laughs> it's like a sunbed for your eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it's I, perfectly safe. Well, yeah, that's all the people, all of the, the fools that played PSVR 1, they're like the guinea pigs. So if there was any problems, I'm sure they would all be blind by now. So, <laughs> there's not mass reports yeah. of blindness following PSVR 1. <laughs> exactly. Gives me yeah. reassurance that we're, it's, it's safe. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. I think, although there's a little bit of me there, it's still a little bit like, is this central? Um, good. Well, any other any other thoughts on, on this week of... Of gaming, I haven't really played any other games. Like, I, it's not really been a companion for me. It's just all I've been playing, and I think that's probably down to um, the game, which I'll come on to for my review. Is in, it's mm. it's not the sort of game that you want to just treat as a companion. This is yeah. as good as a this is like a real proper game. Um, but we'll we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Mm. Calm down, guys. Come on. We'll, 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 we've got an order here. Um, so I think let's let's start with with you, Ben. Ben, which I think you've been playing. Uh, well, tell us what you've been playing. Sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, I've been playing uh, What the Bat. So, What the Bat finally answers the question we've all asked ourselves. What would it be like to have baseball bats for hands? Uh, Over the course of about 100 levels, this question is answered by dropping the player into increasingly ridiculous scenarios where they'll need to use their bat hands to journey through life. It's from the makers of What the Golf. So if you've played that, you'll know the kind of level of just silliness, ridiculousness to expect. To expect. Uh, and I'm very happy to report that it lives up to that high standard. Uh, keeps me laughing laughing like, throughout the whole thing. And is a really good fit for the platform. It obviously, it, the, the nature of it, it wouldn't work in 2D. So yeah, great fit for VR. Um, so just as a bit of background, you start off just whacking baseballs to hit trophies and when you hit a trophy you get a little sort of kazoo sound uh, and then you move on to the next sort of scenario so obviously part of the fun is seeing how ridiculous it gets and seeing that ramp up so i don't want to give too much away but just to give another kind of example of uh, lorry spoilers but that that genuinely is like the the joy of it is just seeing how silly it gets. Um, but another early one is so you're stood in front of a bathroom mirror. Obviously, you've got your baseball bat hand. There's <laughs> a uh, there's a tube of toothpaste next to you on the sink. You have to squeeze the toothpaste out onto your other bat and then brush your teeth with that bat, basically. And then it's then. It, fanfare you've passed that bit and then the next one it's like you're in the same space but you have to do something else and you have to work out what that is so in that specific example it took me a couple of minutes to work it out um but then when you do 
it's like, ha, why didn't I think of that? It's all very silly. Um, and it's just, yeah, finding really creative ways and silly, silly ways to just use that really basic mechanic and just keep adding to it and putting you in different scenarios. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I big, big fan of it. Um, I was a big fan of what the golf as well. And yeah, I don't know. Did you, did you either of you guys play that? No, I didn't. No, it's not a VR no. game though, is it? No, it's not a VR game. Let's not talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting though how they made that step from non-VR. And yes, yeah. it's, it's presumably the dev's first VR game. Is it? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I only know of them from these two games. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just really inventive. It's one of those. Obviously, I think you get a lot of shooting games in vr you get a lot of rhythm games i think this probably falls in line with maybe something like tentacular where it's more physics based f- comedy almost it's like kind of a slapstick uh yeah. experience it's probably about four hours from start to finish um <laughs> for the main campaign <laughs> for the main story <laughs> there is actually a through line so there is a kind of a story but it's you know it's very silly but yeah it's just really it's kind of wholesome you can play it with your kids um there's nothing offensive in there at all it's you know just just lovely sort of family fun gleeful cheery music um sort of brisk and it just yeah it's just really inventive and i think it seems to be not not getting as much coverage as uh, some of the other launch titles but i think it, it really should be because it's just just it's just genuinely funny like i've been stood by myself playing it laughing out loud alone in a room with a white hat on (laughs) (laughs) i I do love that particular brand of vr experience where it just really leans into the you look silly waving your arms around with the 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 hat on so let's really lean into that and double down on how ridiculous you're going to look and make you feel like such a tit but you don't care because you're just having so much fun and it's just so silly you're doing sorts of things that you don't normally get to do in games and it wouldn't be fun doing it if it wasn't in vr uh it's just i don't know something really wholesome and fun about it yeah, I think it's uh, it's yeah, it's just perfect for the platform. As I said, um, it's not a perfect game in that it's a it's I found it slightly janky at times. Um, mm-hmm. In a way, you can kind of forgive that in a game that is kind of you know, it's almost like one of those where you have bats for hands. You mean <laughs> where you have bats for hands? You, Things you that know, a bit janky. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to put a bit of toast into a or a bit of bread into a toaster with two bats. It's going to be difficult, isn't it? So there's parts like that. The bits that require precision, I would say, are some of them do border on. Okay, this is just annoying now. Uh, like a few of them, you need to control a joystick with with your two bats to guide like paper airplanes around, and it's like. All right, this is ridiculous because it's so <laughs> imprecise having these huge bats and the tiny little joystick. But um, yeah, it's, it's little things like that. But my biggest, biggest uh, downer on this is no platinum trophy. <gasps> no. Yeah, yeah. So a hundred percent. Exactly. That's what I said. What the plat? <laughs> what the plat? Where's the plat? Um, yeah, so that's a shame. It's not a particularly tough trophy list at all. Most of them are 
story based you'll just get them after each level completion and then a few other little ones um so probably would have been a bit of an easy platinum anyway but even still if you're getting a hundred percent trophies i feel like come on don't be stingy maybe that's something they'll patch in because i think they are going to be adding more levels um in future updates so okay. we live in hope so will that be like more scenarios you get dropped into to do more exactly things? yeah that's cool. exactly yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, just I guess to summarise, um, if I had to give it a kind of vomit rating for motion sickness, absolutely, well, not not zero. I'd say maybe one, one out of five on the vomit scale, because uh, there was the only reason I give it one rather than zero is there was a few bits towards the end <coughs> where things got a little bit jittery. Um, it, you know, just again going back to that jank. And there was just a couple of moments where I was like, oh, you know. Are you a not... fixed character in the levels or can you move around or turn? Or you can it? actually move around. You can walk in the level. There's not, it doesn't really require it, but you're doing a lot of sort of crouching and looking under things and reaching up for stuff. I thought I was going to put a hole in my ceiling playing it earlier. Yeah, <laughs> didn't. Um, so there's a lot of, there is a bit of motion. So I'd say if we were talking about moving on from the vomit scale, we're talking about the grumpy old man scale um where you know you just want to sit down and not move i'd probably give it a three because it's although it's not fast paced motion you do have to stand up um you do have to do a lot of movement and those well those squats starting to starting to feel them were you they're starting to pay off laurie let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) um uh, in terms of if we were looking at the wow scale i think <clears throat> I mean, it's not wow, like it's not going to blow you away. It's graphically nice, very clean, low poly look, but nothing fantastic. I'd probably, I'd probably give it a three out of five on the wow scale, just because, I mean, the first bit where the, the title screen and the What the Bat logo just drops down, that's like, like that made me wow, because it just drops down and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> it was <laughs> genuinely one of those moments, but it's, you know. It's not a spectacular game. I think the the wow there could be is it showing you something new and obviously you've never yeah. had bats for hands before, so that's <laughs> but no, as, as a as a kind of gameplay mechanic, that is a similar sort of VR thing, you know, tentacular and, and, and other things yeah. like it as well. So I suppose does it does, you know, does it stand out in the VR space for you, do you think? Oh yeah, it absolutely does stand out and I think there's um <clears throat> there's enough moments of delight and surprise that probably count as well moments that this game kind of specializes in so absolutely i'd uh yeah happy to recommend it and uh give it the old cross button certification so yeah go and check out what the bat excellent well thank you very much ben that's probably another one that i'm going to have to pick up at some point <laughs> inevitably now mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Well, next up, uh, Alex, you have been uh, playing and reviewing for us a game called Drums Rock. So please tell us about that. Drums Rock is a rhythm-based action game that essentially turns you into a drumming rock star. You kind of does what it says in the tin. You start up the game straight away. You're sat behind the drum kit. You grab your drumsticks and you get going. Um, Really quite simple, but there is a bit more to it so it does make quite good use of some of the new features in the vr2 so it uses eye tracking quite a bit so you can get lost in the music and if you're starting to learn those songs close your eyes keep going keep drumming you get nice bonuses it's like another ear to encourage you to 
fully immerse yourself in it. Um, it uses the finger tracking in terms of grabbing the grabbing the um, drumsticks. I, can't, I was going to say thumbsticks, but that's drums. Put your hands around the sense controllers, grab them from behind your, behind your back, pull them out, tap, 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 off you go. Um, it also then uses the haptic feedback to kind of give you that proper kind of feedback from the drums as you're hitting them. So you do feel like mm. you're hitting the drum. Um, but it is quite, it is, as I say, what it says in the tin, you are sitting there playing the drums and that is the game. Um, there's various different modes. So there is a story mode. So you go in and it's basically split across three acts and it tells you the story of you fighting demons across hell. So if you kind of think back to those rock band days and you've got your drum kit, each drum's a different colour. Um, and then you've got these enemies flying towards you which are all basically colour-coded to the parts of the drum that you need to hit. And you need to hit them as they're coming towards you and there's like a perfect point that you're aiming to kind of hit to the beat. And you're wanting to build your combos, you're wanting to build your chains, get as high a score as possible to get three-star rating across each level. And then the more the more stars you get, then you unlock Act 2 and Act 3 to kind of progress through the story. Um, and that's... That's kind of it to a T. There's not really a lot more to it. I mean, it kind of not quite jumping to the end, but in terms of that wow factor, when you when you are going into that game, you feel like a fucking rock star. Like <laughs> you you do sit down there and you're like you're going along, particularly if you know the song. So if you know that yeah. song and you're drumming along, you're like, right, I know this beat and I know which bit I want to kind of give it out everything at. Um, ah, but then you do look like an absolute. T- like so, if you, if you try and capture yourself playing this game, you are going to not look anywhere near as cool as you feel. Which is probably mm. the point of VR. Ultimately, that's the experience you want. You want to feel cooler than you look, and you are, and that really does this. You know, um, Alex, you sent us that video of yourself playing it, and I showed it to my wife, and she was like, "Oh my god, look how happy he looks playing that game!" <laughs> it, it does. I was I mean, like, that's yeah. even worse. He does yeah. look happy. It, it she totally was like genuinely made... like, oh, you need to get this. Look how happy Snakey Dean. You need <laughs> <laughs> And it does bastard. make you happy. Um, it, because as, as I say, when you know that song, you're hitting the beats, you're seeing the combo build up. You're just like, you, you get more and more into it and you just want to progress. But then that's kind of where at the same time it then maybe starts to go downhill a little bit because there's not probably as many songs as you know as you want there to be. So it does have right. a kind of... Part of the soundtrack is licensed. You've got things like I Love Rock and Roll. You've got Bring Me to Life, Evanescence. You've got um, Black Betty, things like that. But then there's other songs which are more like original songs because they've maybe not had the funds to get the licensed uh. music. And it, they, they kind of feel like what they're trying to hit at, but it just doesn't have the same impact. And I think it would really benefit from a bigger, more licensed soundtrack. Can you, you can you buy that separately? Not, sell that? No. not at the moment. There doesn't seem to be any, any additional tracks that you can buy. Certainly not that I've found. Um, that's, a, that's a big miss, isn't it? Because that's yeah. what a lot of these games, you know, like I think Just Dance, for example, they've got a bloody subscription service where it's yeah. just so you can keep fresh new songs coming in. That's, I, I think if Yeah, that's could, a shame. If it could do that, it would really kind of give it more of a tail. You would keep going, bring those tracks in, like the give you that choice of the ones you want to play. I think there's certain ones in there, and as you as you're kind of progressing through the story mode, it's not like you pick a track to play. It's like you're working through specific tracks. Uh, um, so do you do you unlock new songs then? Yeah, so that's quite good because I guess yeah. you can get to that point where oh. 
I like that song. I've unlocked it. Brilliant. And that's that's quite a cool thing. And you don't need to do them all either. So basically, as long as you kind of hit that, it's like most games, if you hit that star threshold, that opens up the next act. But you obviously, your completionist, you want to go through and get each of the three stars. And you mm. basically, the stars are, you get one star if you hit the score target. You get one star if you hit the combo target. And then you get one star if you hit the percentage overall percentage like um accuracy target right um, and if you get to a certain point in the song where your accuracy goes below a certain level it'll just fail you and you need to start again so there is a bit of a difficulty spike when it gets to a stage where it's supposed to have like scale difficulty in terms of how you're playing so it'd be intuitive enough to kind of give you the level of difficulty that thinks you're at but i felt like it suddenly went from really easy to just really overwhelming um, very quickly, which is a shame because I could have thought, well, just let me play it all on easy and I'll enjoy it. I'll let me play it all on medium. I don't want you to scale the difficulty for me. Yeah. I just want to enjoy it. And if that's the case, when you unlock the tracks, you also have like outside of the campaign mode, you've got a challenge mode where it's basically like all the tracks you've unlocked, whatever level you want to play them at, and then just mm. as high a score as you can get to go on the leaderboard, and it gives you leaderboards against like whether it's oh, worldwide, local um, friends, etc. That you can just go and challenge each other to try and hit well, that's, the right song. That's me buying this game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so. the leaderboard. That answers um, one of my questions. Um, and then, I was going to ask you just just really quickly before I forget: Is there any cold play? No. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, not. Which is gutting. I would really like a lot about cold Still play in some of these list, games. Right. Love, I'd love some cold playing. And and when you play it, what what do you see? Because often in these games, you just kind of see the the stuff coming down the the pipe. You need to to hit. But is there like a a stadium arena, like a, an audience in the background? You're, so basically, the setting is you're in hell, and it's like different arenas within hell. So whether like one of them you're like in a hell <laughs> cafe, there's that's... no cold play. Oh, no. <laughs> one of them you're like on the highway to hell almost. So you're sitting behind a trunk oh. that's almost on a highway. Um, it's just these different settings, but there's not that many of them, so they're just fairly static. There's not a lot going on round about you, other than the mm. demons kind of flying towards you. Um, okay, that does sound pretty cool, but but also like that sort of thing because an experience like this is the whole kind of wish fulfillment, putting you on on stage as a drummer with a, a band playing these amazing amazing songs in front of a huge arena full of people cheering and stuff it just would be such a cool feeling so it's a shame almost that if you're gonna have such a good kind of recreation of the feeling of playing drums you try and have that feeling of like playing a gig as well and being being on stage and having a crowd go go wild for it that would be nice um one of the things it does do which is a wee bit different though is it has some like boss battles as you go through the campaign so it changes up oh, the cool. gameplay elements so one of the ones is you basically have, rather than have drumsticks, you've got boxing gloves and you're boxing the drums. So it's just like changing up the gameplay right. a bit without really changing it that much. You're just kind of, obviously a different experience, getting a bit closer to the drums and giving them a proper bang on them. One of the things mm. I didn't mention as well on the main gameplay is like, obviously the finger tracking on the drumsticks is pretty cool, but like to get boosts and expand your sword you can flip them throw them you need to catch them they like can i keep going? i was gonna or say you can, can you bounce them off throw them the, up in the air yeah bounce them off the drum the drums themselves and they'll just kind of spin around you need to catch it again it just kind of builds it and if you close your eyes or you focus on the monitor the it builds the meter to kind of increase that multiplier to get a better score um awesome. but it's it's good but it's not it, it's got flaws um one of them being 
that lack of like proper lights and soundtrack. There is, there is enough yeah. there, but it could do a bit more. And the other thing is the tracking seems to be a little bit off. Um, and mm. some, it, it just some of the symbols in particular, like you can just go right through them and you're not hitting them. Um, and I had issues with actually the finger tracking, so it wouldn't actually hold or pick up the drumstick. It just kind of kept dropping it. And I did restart the game and go back into it, and it was fine. And then it did it again, and it just feels like a, a few little bugs in there that just need to iron out. So they've tried to use a lot of the features of the VR2, and they're maybe just not quite there yet. But hopefully these are things that could get patched. Just really quickly, uh, Laurie, you can tune out for this if you want. The trophy lists, Alex, how's that? <laughs> um, trophy lists, all right. I think it probably to it's not going to be an easy platinum because I think it does require you to probably like get three stars on every song and all, every difficulty, so it's not going to be one. But it is quite generous with like silver trophies and stuff like that. So you're going to nice. do a decent a decent dent in your overall score, but it's not going to be the easiest of platinums compared to some. Good to know. But, they need to um, do a. They need to do a whiplash DLC where you can have J.K. Simmons just like shouting at you for not doing yeah, good yeah. enough and stuff, and just keep playing until your your fingers bleed. That's what I want. In terms of that kind of sickness scale, none. Um, very low on that. I don't think I had any feeling of nausea at all. You're like you're seated the whole time, uh, so there's no nothing there in terms of movement. In terms of the old man scale, you do need to... depends how much you want to get involved in this game. You can probably sit there and just tap away at the drums or you can really engage in the experience yeah. and you can give it loud. Play it properly. Yeah, so if you're yeah. doing it properly, you could probably get a good four out of five there and get a bit of a sweat on. Um, nice. In terms of that wow factor, initially it's there, but I think from you know, what you were saying, there's no deal when you turn the game on, it's a bit like, please sit down for the best experience and then it just kind of loads up and you're sitting behind the... Drums is no real proper like introduction or opening sequence right. or anything like that. To like, oh, mm. this is like really cool. So, but the the experience is great, like in terms of that feeling. So I probably still probably sit at about a three. But there is a demo, and I pro- rather than giving this some kind of cross button certification and maybe say go and try the demo, the demo mm. might be enough for you. Um, but if you love the demo, then it's worth kind of investing the rest. Good game. Rock on. And it's uh, sixteen pounds on the on the on the Yeah. It's PSN. not not the most expensive. PS store. If it's something in that kind of rhythm and you're you've got keen a keenness for drumming, then it's worth a shot. Yeah. Great, well, thank you very much. Alex, uh so to end the show then I am gonna be talking about the game I've been playing. Um which I think is one that has been around for a while now, people are gonna know. But it is Moss. Now, Moss is a 3D platformer uh, with a strong emphasis on environmental puzzle solving. You are cast as a godlike reader uh, looking down into the levels. And it kind of has a, a kind of real doll's house feel where you're looking down into into this world. And you, it's kind of a miniature world that you can really poke your head into and look around corners and really poke about with things um, and you can control a tiny little mouse who is not called moss it's called quill which is very confusing um, and you have to control her around the levels um, over obstacles um, mild sort of light combat you have to have to deal with um, and the whole uh, emphasis of the game is every 
bit of sort of platforming you have to do you have to help out so you have to kind of reach into the world and pull the platforms into place or, or bring her what she needs to be able to to traverse through the different levels and in any combat situations um you can can reach in and, and grab the enemies and sort of hold them in place so quill can you can then easily run over and and attack them and, and you're doing all this with with two of the dual sense controllers and it just feels so natural how you can kind of hold you just sort of reach in grab an enemy whilst the other hand is is moving quill and then just 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 wax it and, and takes it out and it's incredibly satisfying it kind of almost feels like you're cheating a little bit but that's not that's that's, <laughs> the, that's the game that's the mechanic where you can kind of it's like it's like quill's this tiny little mouse and kind of uh, tiny and you've got these kind of big enemies that are much larger than, than her and you just like she shouldn't be able to defend herself but because you can just sort of reach in and just grab stuff um you just kind of feel like this this kind of godlike figure that can that can help her out and, and guide her on on her journey and and, and quill uh, knows you're there and everyone else knows you're there they can see you they can see you up in the sky um so it's a kind of great relationship you have with uh, with Moss, you have this amazing connection with her, um, and she's animated beautifully. The way that she kind of runs around and and rolls and um, shimmies along walls, it's so well done. And I've n- you can't imagine it's uh, it's a kind of a cliche to say this, but it's kind of Pixar level quality. Of really reminds me of, of Ratatouille with the way that the mouse there can kind of walk and run and and does things. Um, it's very similar to how how Quill moves. And there's there's little bits where you can kind of reach down and, and high five her when you. When you overcome a particularly tri- tricky um, obstacles and stuff, and it's just so, you really do feel that connection, and and the the narrator kind of talks, refers to you in in the stories if you're there, and you don't you don't say anything, you don't you can't communicate with her beyond kind of touching and moving things for her, but um it really works well, and it just really looks amazing. The game, it's. Um, people say that on, on PSVR 2 the, vis- the visuals have been really cleaned up and enhanced and it just really comes across uh, at its best and I can confirm it does look lovely and uh, in terms of the wow factor here you you move into you kind of move from screen to screen um, very quick to get through each, each screen and you, you sort of walk out the edge of it and then the camera kind of pans onto the next location and you can see Quill running down from where you've just come from and then you have to go through another bit and then you kind of ex- you have to sort of find the exit of the stage and, and you run off stage right. And and every so it's change the scene changes quite frequently and every single time it's just you spend the first ten seconds just marvelling at, at what you can see and looking around. Uh almost to kind of my texture because there's times I would miss sort of important things happening. Like you had to kind of look back to oh no, Moss is doing something uh, Quill is doing something here that I need to uh, need to pay attention to but you're just so in awe of, of the surroundings and looking at them and, and they tell a really the environments tell a beautiful story as well with the little um village that the mice live in and the journey that she goes on and the ruins you move through um going back to the the old town that you had to flee so yeah if you couldn't tell i love this game <laughs> yeah. yeah um i'm right there with you i started it today and i, I I just instantly fell in love with it as well. It's so magical. Like I'm just charmed by it right from the start. You're right about um, just that feeling of sticking your head into the world and looking around corners and stuff like that. And the little um, collectibles you can get. Like as soon as you get to a new screen, I'm just scoping out, tr- looking around each corner, trying to find them. You're thinking about those um, trophies, Ben. I, it didn't cross my mind. Um, but <laughs> it's almost like people that like if you like really intricate Lego sets, you can sort of poke yeah. your head in and look round 
the the Lego sets, and you see all the little details that the the Lego people have, have hidden in the level. It's it's like that because, like as you say, you, you every screen, I think every nearly every screen's got a hidden scroll in it that you have to find, mm. and they're usually hidden just out of sight. If you, as you're looking at it, you have to kind of move your head in and really inspect and and look around the scene, and that just gives you such a kind of intimate feel of it. Having to do that, it's just such a it's such a perfect game for VR. Like I feel like that. This, uh, you know, obviously I haven't played as much as you guys, but um, it just seems like such a clever use of VR because you, you know, you typically think of VR being a, a first-person kind of thing, and obviously, effectively, you are in first-person still because you're this omnipotent being, but you're still controlling the the main character as well, and it's just it's it just works brilliantly and looks stunning laurie you said it reminded you of a, of a kind of intricate lego set it reminded me of one of your great loves and that's captain toad treasure tracker a little bit right because you're it's if essentially each level is this diorama you're guiding this little character around and you're manipulating the world um and it's got that same level of charm albeit looks just stunning the bit right at the start where you you come out of a little cave and there's just a couple of deer in the background oh, and obviously yeah. the deer are massive because you're just a tiny little mouse uh, or you're controlling a tiny little mouse you're a god you get what i mean um and when i just sat and just watched mm -hmm. for you know it's just, just beautiful really really gorgeous game and and, yeah. and it does feel like a game that Nintendo would make. And imagine if there was a Zelda game, like, in, like a Zelda VR game. I'd want oh. it to be exactly like this. It's just yeah. imagine going through the dungeons and instead of Quill, well, you're, you're controlling Link. It would be so good. Um, yeah. And it, Just keep, it, keep those dreams, Lottie, because you're never going to get them. <laughs> <laughs> Clap like, Zelda! Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it, that kind of storybook feel because the the narrator she does a really good, really good job, and I love the fact how she puts on the voices when she's doing different characters. Yeah, um, and it's so again, it, I keep using this word, but it's so charming, and it just does really feel like you're in the story. And obviously, the whole uh, theme of it is you are the reader. You're in, a, you start off in a big cathedral, and you're looking down, reading this book, and, and that's the kind of role that you're playing. So it makes sense that you've got this narrator narrating it all. Um, and it's uh yeah it's, it's it's a proper proper game it's not like a vr experience or silly thing or anything it's it's a proper game you can think and i have done this week I've, I've finished the game this week i've kind of binged on it um and sunk several evenings into it just playing not wanting to play anything else um, it's it's so good and there's uh, this this version of it includes the dlc that was released that adds an extra hour or so to it an extra few uh challenge there's got three sections to it and it's woven through the main game so you can't miss it really um it's, it's well oh, worth that what that is? Well yeah, worth, I, I came across that today actually yeah well, well worth doing because there's some good good rewards for it and the challenges are it's quite different to the rest of it because they added it they added it afterwards obviously um so yeah it's, it's quite different to the rest of it it's got a different feel to it but that that really is well woven in because i just assumed that was part of the main yeah, game yeah, but the fact right. that that's dlc that they added that's the way they've done it is really really clever um laurie you, you mentioned in uh zelda dungeons there did make me think one thing i don't know if i necessarily want to ding it for this but the bit i'm at now 
feels very dungeony and it almost feels like there's no end to the dungeon like it it's been i've been in that bit for quite a long time and i was kind of like i'm itching to get out into the the kind of overworld again a little bit i don't know if without giving too much away but it feels like you're enjoying this outdoor space and then you go into a dungeon and at the moment that feels like it's slightly outstayed its welcome just a tad if i had to be you know critical of anything at all but this is from someone who in a zelda game i like to just get a dungeon out the way and then go and enjoy the the overworld yeah i mean it's quite a short game and you're probably further along than you than you think in terms of completing it because you do leave that that area you're in that you're talking about you go into um and you always spoil spoil the journey you go on but you you do move into a different area pretty soon but um there's not oh there's not huge more a huge amount more um mm. after, after it to be honest. and it does feel like and i would probably use that as a criticism it's a very short game and it ends very abruptly almost oh, it, was, it must it must have been very well it must be very frustrating if this came out and there was no book two because i'm happy that i've got book two i can go straight into to play and i'll probably have a break and play some other stuff too but it's just nice to know i can go straight into book to book two because this it, it does you do think oh right okay is that is that it and i think if if it felt like when the devs were making it originally they must have got to the point they got to and thought okay let's just put this out as a as as one game and then we'll 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 release the the rest of it uh later so they sell this as an individual game for 22 pounds for book one and book two you can buy for 22 pounds or you can buy both of them together for a bundled price of 32.50 and i would absolutely recommend doing that in the first place because you are not going to want to finish this game and then be like oh that was nice i'll leave that now uh, you you will want to keep playing it um i promise you because it is excellent um that is, would be my only criticism of it is that on its own it doesn't feel like a full game it's you need that book two to um finish the finish the story well it, continue the story at least i don't know if it finishes the story or not it, it definitely feels like that poster probably though for third person vr like this is the one that shows you that it can work like controlling that third person perspective like some of the puzzles are really cool like kind of thinking about it and you're watching what's going on and sometimes you don't even realize it's a puzzle you're like oh right okay i need to get that to there that to there do this do that mm. and it's just so nicely woven in like everything else it's so well thought through so well implemented and you're just you, for all you're saying it's not a vr experience it's a proper game it's still a bit of an experience as well because you're experiencing that world Oh no, um, it absolutely is. It's, mm. I, I don't mean. I meant by that. It's not like a novelty experience. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a proper, yeah. It's a proper. It's game. a meaty game, but yeah. That, to Alex's point, it is still. It does still have that. Ooh, I couldn't do this in a two D game. Like, no. there's that whole thing about it as well. But yeah, and even that godlike thing, like, oh, I'm playing this game, and as you say, no, I can hold the enemies. Like, but I can also destroy all these little things with my hands, and I can go into. <laughs> like, see so when you realise you can, you don't need to go and take quill to like break all the barrels and stuff and you can do it i'm like yeah this is more fun oh i didn't know that yeah, That's so good. You, i'll try you that can, out yeah. you can do <laughs> just it reach in and smash them yeah That's cool so in terms of the vomit scale there's just none really because it's not that sort of game you're not moving yourself your head you're kind of in a fixed position you're looking at a fixed it's as it's as, as vomit inducing as it is looking around the lego set <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, it's it's fine i had nothing no discomfort at all um and in terms of the grumpy old man, you play the game sitting down. You can get up and, and look around and try and get a better view on things. You don't have to do that at all, though. You can just, just sit in, uh, sit on the spot. And, and I played this game sat back on the sofa, just kind of really put my, put my feet up. It's a very chilled out, easy game to play. 
Um, and the wellness factor of it is absolutely there because the the different scenes that you see constantly never never cease to amaze. There's not enough games where I think you are some at this tiny scale and the world's massive. There should be more games like that because it's such a such a neat trick to see that kind of sense of scale and awe. And that's obviously what VR is very good at delivering. Yep. And I think I've made pretty clear now that it is obviously a decent game in its own right. There are maybe a few areas. I think it's quite. It can be quite a simple game, uh, the, 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 but it does mix it up. It does get a bit more complex as you're going through it, but I'm looking forward to, to book two. I hope they kind of layer on some more mechanics to it as well. Um, and I would say do the um, the DLC part, the, the those optional bits, because uh, they do give some extra mechanics that are, are well worth, and they make it a lot, they're a lot of fun to use. So it's well worth doing those as soon as you can. Without awesome. being too spoilery, um, so yeah, absolutely gets the the crossplayer stamp of approval. It's almost mm. a must buy, I would say. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, so. I think if you have a VR headset, and, and people said this even when it was out on PSVR originally, it was always the game that was like, oh, that's that was always a game that wanted was tempting me to just jump in and get a PSVR despite everything. Uh, so I'm very glad it's here on on day one and can finally play it, and I would really strongly recommend uh, it to people absolutely cool okay well that does seem like a great note to end on then so everyone uh, thank you again for listening uh, if anyone fancies getting a bit more involved with our fellow players we would love to have you um, and you can join our discord and chat all things PSVR 2 there's been some new people joining I think recently which is great to see yeah. um yeah, if you're looking for people just to, to hang out with, gush about VR, please do swing by and also email us with any suggestions for games we should be playing or just things that you've been playing that you just want to share some your thoughts on. Uh, or if you've got any questions for us or anything, you can contact us at crossbuttonvr at gmail.com. And obviously, last but absolutely not least, big thanks to all of our patrons for the supporting the work that we do. Um, I've been your host, Laurie. These two have been Ben and Alex, and we will see you again next time. Until then. It's goodbye.